Boys, just like Brad Binder this weekend with his cutting corners, we're going to skip the intro. <laughs> How good was the race this yeah, weekend? It was great. Yeah, All three great races. races as well. Yep. Poor Brad Binder, though. Stiff. So stiff. Gifted podiums. Two. Yeah. Both of 100%. Them. Crazy. I've never seen two incidents so similar. Identical. Identical. It was a mirror image. I could not believe it. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Poor bastard. Now, Dan, do you reckon if that was a Spanish rider, he would have been he would have been demoted? No, nah, not a chance. <laughs> no, nah. and we seen it in the Moto too. Yeah, on the long lap with the Costa. Not enough evidence. <laughs> <laughs> he came into the fucking park firm, mate, <laughs> with green paint on his tires. <laughs> what evidence do you fucking need? No, <laughs> no, 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 no evidence. <laughs> It was enough evidence when the cameras panned to the KDM pit box and they got their um, head in their hands. Yeah. Come on. They, yeah. Typical they Dorna though. Typical Dorna. Got to protect their own riders. Yeah, I know. They didn't want... Um, I don't even remember. He's uh, their he's their, he's their new star though, isn't he? He's a gun. Acosta, oh, I love him. Acosta yeah. going to the future. That's they're going to be. That's going to be their boy. He, he's the marquee man for MotoGP. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. He's I think the they've, next been him, they've been eyeing him out for years. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was fucking... That was dumb. He needs to go in for a second long lap or get penalised post-race, whatever it was going to be. Mm. Three seconds, ten seconds, I'm not sure what it is, but that was um, mm. that was very controversial. I know, but we all saw it. The commentators saw it. Like, it, You would have to be a, a blind Spanish man to not... Even Stevie Wonder seen it. <laughs> <laughs> he can see. Yeah, he can actually see. It's all a myth. Yeah, they reckon it's yeah. all, yeah. It it's is. worth real dark. <laughs> it's a uh, it's an old wives' tale that. <laughs> so if I go and punch him in the face, it'll like dark. <laughs> 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 Apparently, someone's shopping with him. He goes, "Oh, how good are those jeans over there?" So <laughs> they're like, "What?" Yeah, Shaq reckons he got into an elevator yeah. with him. Didn't say one said, "Hey, Shaq, what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> he just felt his massive man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. But yeah, fuck it. It was um, stiff for Binder, gifted podium for Fabio, uh, and Aleish, really. Well, Aleish, like, he held on, hold on by how many hundreds of seconds against Martin yeah, as well? Yeah, I know. So you got to remember, crucial. that was massive. Like, Martin could have gone from fifth to third. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He kind of had a bit of a boring race, though, to be honest, Jorge Martin. Yeah, he's stuck in fifth forever. Yeah, he yeah, didn't really he did. do much. Nah. And I thought he was going to have a dive at, um, at Aleish on that last chicane. But, but he had, no, never, he never had a shit start, though, didn't he? Yeah, I think it's, so. It's that fucking arrow, though. It's stuck in the pack, overcooks the front yeah. tires, yeah. and fucks the racing. Yeah, I'm not no rider will come from fucking 15th on the grid now, unless no. you're Brad Binder and you get up to third on the first lap yeah, and, and win a race. Shot you can't do oh, it. It's unreal, isn't it? Yeah. You can't do it though now. It's just... Yeah. yeah it's, it's almost impossible. It's, it is. They to need to get rid of it. They need to cut it back or do but something. But why don't they? Like, I don't, just don't understand. 100%. On Brad Binder so though, frustrating. how good is it to see him qualifying better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a star, man. He's such a star. He's a gun. Like, uh, he's amazing. And we saw that in Clippers, you know, when he won the race and it was wet and he was on the slicks. Like, yeah. yeah. But it still takes a lot of talent to do that. Oh, 100%. To feel that, feel how wet it is under and just to feel where you don't like the grip. Crawl around like that. Crazy. And, and the KDM's only just getting to the point now where it's a really good, like a really good bike. Yeah. Like he's been with it for how many years now? Since it started. Yeah. Yeah. Much. They'll never get rid of him. Even nah, he's their, he's their boy. He's their poster boy. 100% yeah. he is. No, he, um, he smashed it. I think even the boys after the um, sprint race, I think Pizzecchi, they were talking in the car ride. Um, he's like, he's a beast. He's an animal. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. even the other guys know how hard it is to pass him mm. and race with him. Mm. 
he's just that good. He's got the best riding style. He's always just backing it in, shoulders out. Just looks, just looks, just yeah. looks the best. He always, he always looks like he's going to run wide and then yeah. he just pulls it up. Just pulls it up and t- gets the apex. It's incredible to watch. Yeah, yeah, Sad about like Jack that. Miller as well. Blue balls again. <sighs> yeah. The bike's underneath him, it seems to be, but just can't put it together, unfortunately. Did you see him punt his wing when it yeah. snapped <laughs> off? That was so Yeah, funny. he actually got good contact, didn't he? <laughs> he got great contact. If he was you know, fresh air, he would have terrible. And he's 200th Grand Prix. Embarrassing. Oh, yeah, that true. wasn't much said about that, was it? 200 Grand Prix. It's... Again, if it was Spanish, it would be in a fucking parade. Yeah, they should have had a, a banner for him. Yeah, yeah. Jets going over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that no, was a good race weekend all up I think but Zeki yeah I reckon he should have um, should have been more aggressive at the start definitely yeah him stuck behind call. Binder the whole race just cooked the tyres and then just didn't have anything left for Bang Naya. yeah that's true Bang Eyes is now the man like I just mm. can't really fault him at the moment he's not really making many mistakes um, he has to be just he's my odds on favorite for the championship he's just got that experience now and it doesn't look like being the world champions weighing him down either no, no. And like it did last it did last last year he was under <coughs> under a bit of pressure well I think, at the start of the year and then yeah. obviously put it all together so yeah but this year is a different different rider mm. um we haven't really touched on my excellent picking abilities for race win and second and also you know, even the third, the third place <laughs> rider as well, Bagnard winning comfortably, uh, Bezicki second, and also the Aprilia's up there. Like I did pick last week on the podcast. Yeah, so, you did well. So I had to get that one in early, boys. Congratulations, Absolutely on fire, mate. Thank you. Um, Would have been paying a bit of that bit, I reckon, that trifecta. But anyway, I reckon if you put money on it, though, it wouldn't have happened. That's how it works. <laughs> it's always delay, isn't it? It always works out like that. Hundred percent. I think I was pretty far off with my tips. I had Marini. He had no race pace. Which he came yeah. out and said anyway. Yeah, he was nowhere. But good to see him on, have that one lap pace, which is nice. Putting mm. up there and fighting with the other boys. VR46 yeah. front row. Yeah, lock out the front row. Which is cool. Yeah, doing well. But Marquez doing Marquez things in uh, in qualifying as usual. Yeah, run up the arse of Bastianini. <laughs> if it fucking doesn't rain, it pours. At least, he, um, <laughs> least he apologized though. It's oh, no, I was, I was actually sitting on the edge of my seat with my popcorn thinking, if he fucking blames <laughs> Bastianini, as you were fucking put, bringing out, you little Marquez lover, maggot. <laughs> but um, oh, just it's just serious. Yeah, Bastianini. Looking for the toe again. <laughs> looking for the toe again. Just, yeah, it's just the only way. Just put the lap in, mate. Seriously. I think Stop. he's got it with that bike. Like, yeah. What, you're just not concentrate get on, on getting. I know, but. And then things. pussies out for the race and pulls out because he's going to be 15th on the grid. Like, seriously. Yeah, it's fair enough as well. He's just giving everyone else a chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Um, about a, Alberto Puge came out and said, Pugy. I think uh, <laughs> I think every person is free to do what they want in life. Honda is not a company that wants to have people that are not happy being at Honda. We have a contract with him, but. Also, Honda respects Mark a lot, which is a lot to read into. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely. I think it's actually really well said. Yeah. Well, it's good by Honda because they're <laughs> traditionally ruthless. Sorry, I was waiting for your poem again this week. My what? Your poem. <laughs> <laughs> they love and they fall as they hear their tour. Everyone listening, Tommy's had a few too many beers, I think, today. <laughs> I'm a cultured man, Tom. You are. Yeah, that was man. actually, I really enjoyed that last week. That was good. Yeah, we should have got that in a clip. Mm. Um, <laughs> just that. Yeah, just the three second <laughs> yeah. part of me butchering a poem. No, it wasn't butchered. It was really good. To so be proud of yourself. I was. 
going back to uh, in all seriousness, though. In all seriousness. <laughs> um, there's a lot to read into that and what Marquez is uh, going to do. Uh, every, all reports is looking like KDM. There's like there's rumors that have come out. He's already approached KDM and KDM's denied it. But really, yeah, I think he shut them down too. Yeah, yeah. That he that he approached them. He said it was all um, wouldn't load be, of BS. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised though. Like, why wouldn't you approach them? But I'm know. I'm sure there'll be some dealings behind yeah. closed doors for sure. There'll yeah. be meetings and and catch ups and. I think Honda, by the sounds of it, it's like if he wants to go, he can go. Well, they're gonna, they've got a Costa to fit that seat, surely. Yeah. Why would you do that for your Costa, though? Why would you go to that bike? They can build a team around him. Yeah. Shit bike. It can't be shit forever. It takes a long time to develop a bike. Look how long it took Ducati. From mm, that's true. 2008 or 2011 when Stoner left or whatever it was. Yeah. But that bike, in, that bike in 2011 was still a bucket of... Bolts though, yeah, because Ducati built that bike, bike around Stoner. Stoner. Yeah, exact same thing as what Honda did. Where then Ducati were like realized, okay, we have to make a good bike that's rideable for everyone. Now look, yeah. now look what the championship is. Yeah, it's so smart. Um, so if it's just a lot to do, if like you're Pedro Costa, do you want to develop a bike for six years and then maybe your value goes down? Look at Juan Mir on that Honda. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. Because one is he's a he won a world championship and now he's yeah. everyone thinks he's nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Again, gifted like we've said before, gifted to get that ride should have been Rins, but you're right. He's well, he's nowhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll get down there, yeah, just deflated. Canal, um, <laughs> what a tart. Gonna lay um, off those zinger boxes, yeah. I think, every day. <laughs> I love the Colonel. That damn smile. <laughs> yeah, if the colonel's listening, we'll take a we'll take a good sponsorship. Right oh, now. absolutely. Um, lost my train of thought. Yeah, me shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor no, it's a, it's a tough. It'd be a tough one for Acosta. KDM are in a great spot. Yeah, their talent pool is huge. Yeah, <clears throat> you would probably think a seat opens up with. Um, Aspargo. I don't think Aspargo will go again. Pole. But back to the Honda situation. Is the bike that bad? Yes. Nakagami finished ninth. Yeah, it's standard. Eighth. But he doesn't push hard enough to stack it. Yeah, that's true. Even um, and, and like, how many crashes were there in front of him? Yeah, that's true as well. There was a few offs. Mm. Not Quattro, that. Quattro and Zarco, Vinales. Uh, Di Antonio, I think, was in front of him when he crashed. What, yeah. um, what he, um, who filled in on the, H, uh, the HRC? Was it? Ecole, 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 yeah, he, he was up there as well. He was yeah, ninth or tenth, and then binned it. No, nah, retired. Retired. Mechanical. Yeah, there you go. Like that. I mean, he doesn't even ride a full time ride. He's a top ten. That's a ridiculous comment that you're making. It's it's a half a right bike. Well, you said the Yamaha was a piece of dog shit, and they were up there this weekend. Uh, Surprising. Yeah. But that's a flowy track as well. It probably suits Yamaha. It's more. interesting. Those flowy tracks, like you look at Philip Island, it always brings up a wacky result. Mm. Always does. Like him, th- think of um, Cole Crutchlow winning Philip Island. Yeah, and that, on the LCR Honda yeah. back in the day. Yeah, Philip Island's one of those tracks. I think uh, Valencia, the last round of the year, always brings up a wacky result. That was the difference yeah. of um, the Bagnaya and um, Binder coming out of that first gear hairpin the difference of the acceleration outside yeah. out of the corner it was a massive difference yeah that's true 
something we're not used to seeing. Yeah. It's all about the acceleration these well, days. Well, that's where he's losing all his time. Yeah. He was, it was right at the back of him, then bang, it was about seven bike lengths by the end of the straight. Mm. Well, it's nuts how it all, uh, all went down. But, um, yeah. It, look, back on Acosta, where, where does he go? KDN. I still think, I'm going to stick to it that they're going to build another team. They're either going to dump. Have you got any facts from this? Have you had? No, there's no facts. There's no. Facts. Wow. So if this comes out, you're looking you're going to be. You're going to look like me. Yeah, I'll be looking like the. I'll be looking like Prince Tom. <laughs> uh, I yeah, that's just my gut feeling. But I think they've locked out the team. So, uh, Grassini Ducati has locked out. They've, they've basically re-signed of Ducati. Yep. Yep. As the last team, they can't have another. They can't put another team on the grid. Is what I understand. But can they have okay. a third bike? Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe you run a third bike in Gas Gas and a third bike in Red Bull KDM. No, they can't. No, I can't see that happening. Oh, no, I can't it's see too that much, happening It's too either. much. It's like... Or KDM somehow, I don't know, convince themselves, convince them that they can do a a third a third team. I don't know. I don't I, know all the... Like, they're both Spanish riders that want to move. Surely Dorna will change the rules like they do for every, everyone yeah, else. For yeah, especially for, that's true. Especially for a uh, seven-time world champion. And you know what MotoGP is like? They, um, they, <laughs> Sorry, five-time. <laughs> you can't even keep up. Uh, I've lost my chain of thought now. Oh, sorry. Mm. MotoGP changed all the rules on the fly. Like, remember Saxon Ring? They just started from pit lane for a race because yeah. they didn't know what was going on. So. Yeah. It's probably something like that. I don't know. I, I still reckon it'll be another team. Okay. Be interesting if it happens. Yeah, I'll look like a king. That's all right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you'd think there's a few spots that open up next year on the grid anyway. But the reason why Repsol had the third rider was a contract dispute, wasn't it, with Divisioso? I'm sure it was Divisioso had a contract and they wanted... What year was that? Oh, nine... When was it? When? Ten. No, because it was a stoner, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was, sorry. Stoney, 11. Stoney, Dovi, and Pedrosa. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm sure, I think it, it was... was a, only for one year. I think it was a contract dispute with um, Divisioso. I'm sure that's right. I think he went to Tech 3 Yamaha after that, if I'm yeah, not mistaken, so, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. It must, it must be something like that. Because Repsol's, Repsol's done it before as well. They've had three riders back in the 90s. Mm. But, yeah, fuck, I don't know. Who, boys, is your... Um, who is the rider that's impressed you the most coming into halfway through the season? Easiest question you've ever asked. Go. Brad Binder. That's what I think as well. I was going to go with Brad Binder, but I think <laughs> everyone knew like his capabilities. I know, but he's always the right there bike. or thereabouts. He's yeah. a Sunday man. And even a Saturday man this year. Yeah. The sprint races. Yeah, it's a tough one. I was having a good think about it the other day. Um... Honestly, probably Zarko. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like That's he's normally one. he's normally pretty good uh, <clears throat> pre summer break anyway. But yeah. I don't know, there's something something about him. If anything, uh, he probably year. drops off already by now. Well we normally yeah. talk about that with the Primac team, they normally drop yeah. off in the second half of the year. Yeah, they normally do. But so for me he's now. been he's been much better this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. definitely it, probably He's probably having his best season. Yeah. I'd say I so. Think he's like fourth in the championship or something like that. Or uh, he was probably be f- Oh, fifth or sixth now. Yeah, after the crash. Yeah, by getting taken out, unfortunately. Yeah. 
Fabio is cursed at the cathedral. Yeah. I think Jorge Martins impressed me as well, but he still made those little silly mistakes. Like in qualifying, such a such a big mistake out of that hairpin. And I think this year he's expected to do what he's doing. Yeah. Um, where Brad Binder, I agree with you. Um, he's still on that KDM that we... Like coming into this season, KDM was nowhere. The testing were nowhere. Yeah, Everyone yeah. was saying they haven't developed the bike and now look at them. We've got that, that whole shot device and Brad Binder's riding the wheels off it. Like for sure, for me. Yeah, definitely um, the start and then he keeps keeps ahead. So. Yeah, for, for me, he's definitely, yeah, I guess the most, maybe the most, I don't know the most improved, but just the one that's impressed me the most hmm. is Binder. What about the most disappointing rider? Vinales, I think. Okay. I mean, Quattararo probably, but... Yeah, I was thinking Quattararo. But uh, Vinales actually has the bike yeah. to do it. Yeah. He's got the bike to finish fifth every race, but he doesn't do it. He's where... got the bike to podium every race, I reckon. I reckon he yeah. would have podium this month if he stayed on the bike this yeah, week. Yeah, again, he crashed. Yeah. You just got to stay on story. the bike. Same yeah. old story. Well, can't just... start and crashes. Or just... And it, it works even harder for him now because if you can't start, then you're mid-pack, you overcook your tyres, your race yeah, is done. Yeah, race is done. Yeah. Done. See you later. Again, aero. Again, aero. Fucking aero, man. Maybe we should go into Phillip Island this year and just start kicking bikes and just chopping <laughs> off Chop aero. Chop off the aero. I don't know those white bits. things. No aero. I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. hanging out like this at the side. <laughs> Get some bolt cutters. Yeah. Them. So frustrating. Oh, I'm over it. That's got to be my most hated... Uh, rule. I think they should get rid of and make the bikes look cooler as well. I reckon your most hated rule is the um, and I hate it as well. Oh, yellow flag, yellow flag oh. that fucks the uh, terrible uh, your lap, your fast lap. So if someone crashes, yeah, they never used to have that, and Formula no. One always had it, and it was always sick watching because if he crashed, they fucking still gunned it. It yeah. was awesome. It's so. But when's a bike ever hit another bike in the sand trap? Oh, not often. A couple of weeks ago when Marquez dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if the rider's already in the sand No, track, very, very I'm, rarely. I don't very think rarely. I've ever seen it. There was that time... Maybe like was, Moto2 or something. That Remember there was oil on that Moto3 track? Yeah. And oh, they yeah. all went off. Yeah, they all they all yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh, that's even, such a... Um, like, you know. But after Moto2 last year, I think it was. Last year or the year before, early on in the season, it rained somewhere and... It was raining heavy in one part of the track and one guy dumped it, then the next and the next and the mm. next. And they restarted the race. Yeah, um, gotcha. Half of them couldn't get back out because they were just totaled. But yeah, yeah. That, that was a few times where they clattered into each other. But it's been a while. In Especially in qualifying. Yeah. I haven't... Uh, I can't remember a time That's just GP. the woke world though where we live in these days. Yeah, it is. I hate it. It's bullshit. Yeah. Just let them... I want, just let them... Just get, let them crash. Yeah, let them crash. <laughs> Let Marquez go in the orbit if he wants. Yeah, but you know, the other thing <laughs> Great is, viewing. what people are going to do, they're going to do a fast lap, get to the front, and then on the last corner of their last run, they just bin it. Yeah. If you're like, that's like going to happen. Dirty ass team. That was fucking, that was like classic Michael Schumacher at Monaco. Got on pole, fastest lap, and then just, just drove the car into the wall in the, in the last corner. Ah, uh, yeah. That's so, Rosberg did it that's at Monaco so as well. Rosberg just locked up his tyres, went into the... Straight ahead, they put the yellow flag. No one can go faster. Do you know what team would do that? Max Biaggi's team. <laughs> because remember, um, he had a rival uh, fucking rider trying to leave pit lane, and his team like yes, went, yes. ran over. That was unbelievable. That was one of the craziest things craziest. I've ever seen. Typical Italians, though. Just too <laughs> fucking too passionate. <laughs> They're just too passionate. They care about his winning. He just fucking played the team game. Fuck it it was built up aggression from when Rossi used to bash yeah, Max. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it was. It all just came pouring out in that one moment. Um, I got an interesting fact that I, Simon Crafer actually brought up in the okay in the uh, in the race. The MotoGP tires 
are ten times harder than a, than a road tire. Yes, I found that I fascinating. That. The, the compound is ten times because it needs to handle the heat that goes yeah, through. Yeah, they it. put it under so much more pressure. Pressure. Than may, me, maybe not Daniel. He's uh, <laughs> obviously a GP spec rider, but. <laughs> Did, oh, did you learn anything on the weekend from your riding technique? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, not, not bad. I learned how to win a race a bit quicker. <laughs> He's going to put a start device on the uh, on his <laughs> the track bike. Yeah, a fucking launch control. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've got one on my dirt bike already. <laughs> Whole shot. Oh, that's so funny. Funny. But I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that, and is, I, that um, was. Yeah, I just didn't. Yeah, I've never thought about that before. I suppose. It's amazing how much tires and entire technology actually goes into it. Like the main reason a lot of those like Michelin go in and Bridgestone go in is just to develop the sport road Yeah, they wrote yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. Um, I did love the tire wars back in the day, Bridgestone versus um, Michis. And R- Rossi famously went from Michis to Bridgestones halfway through the season, which is a very cool thing to do. You couldn't yeah. do you, I don't think you can do that these days with sponsorships and how the world is. Yeah, I don't know how he got around that, but obviously he's just thought, you know, Mm. What year was that? Was that 07 when Stoner won? My guess Might is 07. Might have been, yeah. Because I think the Ducatis were on Bridges. Yes, they were. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that was a that was cool. But there's a lot that goes into it. And Interesting what you said about how motorsport uh, reflects the real world. Yeah, it does. So with tyres, it's similar with Formula 1 where... Aero, winglets. Aero, same thing. F1, this new hybrid technology... A lot of these other brands now want to come in and develop their hybrid tech in the F ones. Yeah, so that's why Ford want to build engines. Audi want to come into the sport because they want to, they want to team around them to to then put it into their road cars. Well, what what about you? I think it was you that said it. I just thought the F one Alfa Romeo was an Alfa Romeo, but they just sponsor the sponsor, car. It's the smartest thing ever. It's the smartest. Yeah, thing. that's genius. Well, we've we've come out today and we've seen Alpine get bought out by a. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, and another and a big um twenty four percent of it or something. Yeah, like that. a big fund. So th- again, that's now going to be a privately owned team, probably then sponsored by Alpine. Yeah, so true. it's a similar similar scenario. How healthy of a state's Formula One in when you get Ryan Reynolds helping out Brian a team? Yeah, like it's yeah, it's, it's great. great. I love it. It's brilliant to see. Yeah, mm. those um those one point six hybrid engines the F ones use are the most fuel efficient engines in the world. Yeah. Right. A lot of people don't know that. That's the, the the heart of the technology. They've come out. They've come out this week and also said in 2026 they want to make the engines louder. So oh, they changed. Oh, thank. I was fuck, just about to say, oh, fuck fuel efficiency. Know, bring back the V10. Yeah, yeah. V10. I don't care if the world melts or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, just, bad. <laughs> I just want to hear that sound. Yeah, everyone so, wants to hear that. So sound. that's why they're forward and they're all coming back in because they're simplifying these hybrid engines, which they can then use in their own sports cars. So when was that? 2026. Yeah, and that's when Audi and Ford come in. Yeah, cool. So not, that's not too long. What about um? I was reading a few things on Leclerc linked to Aston Martin. Yeah, I did. I read that as well. What do you think of that? Well, it was interesting because Daddy Stroll actually only owns twenty percent of Aston Martin. Okay. I thought it was actually quite um, was a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Much more significant. So the rest of it's actually owned by the Saudi Public Investment Fund, and they're buying up everything at the moment, including golf, yeah, soccer teams. Yeah. So I think if they had their opportunity to say, let's have a board meeting, what are we going to do with our drivers next year? We have Leclerc or we have Lance Stroll. You're going to pick Leclerc. Yeah. Any day of the week. Well, so, we'll look at what Alonso is doing off that car. Well, Alonso's going to retire soon. He's 41. He can't keep going. So they're going to have to bring a young gun into the team. And I don't think Lance Stroll's that, as much as I love him, I don't think he's the guy. 
Mm. Especially if they've got a real competitive car. Like if this is their window to, you know, rack up championship points, great for sponsors, yeah. maybe win a championship. I was just saying bring one home. Yeah. The, the gap between Alonso and Stroll points-wise is the most out of any teammate on the grid. Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's nice. It's a, it's a tough... Um, that's a tough competitor, like teammate, Fernando Alonso. Oh, like, yeah. it's not like it's Esteban Ocon. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> Fernando. Yeah. You know, he's banging Taylor Swift for Christ's sake. The man can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> he he um, uploaded a TikTok during the week. Did you see it? Yeah. And he yep. was, it was doing lifted weights to Taylor Swift's song. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Like, so he's he's so, such a mad dog. I don't know. If, it's all, if it is all rumors, he's playing it beautifully. He's a mad dog. What's he done? He's done F1, IndyCar. Well, he nearly won the Indy 500, but his car conked out with yeah. like 10 laps to go. He won 24-hour Le Mans. So, he's just, if he wins Indy, then he's done the triple crown. Yeah. Which is Indy 500, Monaco, and, um, and Le Mans. Yeah. Fuck, he's just a G. So, he's tried. He went, when the McLaren was going shit, he goes, oh, fuck this. I can't get good to a good team. I'll go and do Le Mans. I'll go and do Indy. Like, yes. what a boss. That's a, that's a real racer, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. He's just such an old school. But again, he's not won an F1 championship in fucking... Eight, 17 years yeah. like you're just thinking how crazy it, how hard it is actually to win the championship and be in the right car at the right time I think do you reckon there's a bit of luck to it 100% always yeah but there's you gotta, always luck you gotta remember Hamilton went to Mercedes in 2012 2013 um, from McLaren wasn't from it? McLaren yeah. and had a shit like they, they were shit yeah and then the new rules came in so he would have taken that punt to say Mercedes are the class leader in hybrid tech yeah they're gonna build an awesome engine and that hit that's so smart. you have to be man. smart about it yeah. as well when were, when did Toto come into it? How long he has he been there? Yeah, for? yeah. Yeah, wow. He was around that time. They only started back up in 2010 with, Schum- with Schumacher and Rosberg. And yeah. then Rosberg stayed there until 2016 yeah. when he won the championship. Yeah. Equal machinery. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is, in- that is incredible. That year in 2016, Hamilton, all he cared about was going to parties and, you know, and Rosberg said, I'm going to fucking beat him this year. And he did. Go I love Nico Rosberg. Yeah, so do I. Do you see the news during the week about Hamilton's contract with Mercedes? Yeah, he wants 10-year ambassador role or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they rejected it yeah. for more reports. But it's only rumours. A, a, a $91 million contract or something and they've rejected it. So. Fuck, that's a lot of money. Well, I think he's on I think he's on that this year. $90 million. <laughs> I see him on those, all those Merc ads. Yeah. He's at an LV fashion show the other night as well. Oh, God, he's such a flog. <laughs> Not like Fernando, but lifting the weights to Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's, it's, that's he's, the he's people's the man. Yeah, he's, he's the people's the man. The real racists don't want to see him wearing a purple coat walking down a bloody red carpet. Yeah, no. You know? That's vlog style. Well, that's probably the um, drive, to, drive to survive fan base though these days. True. Yeah, it's true. Different. I had this conversation like with a customer today and it was quite funny because he goes, oh, you're into Formula 1. I said, yeah, bloody big commercialized. And he's like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> I went on like a mini rant. I said, I was a, I was a fan before driving because he goes, oh, do you like it because it drives us a bus? I said, no, I liked it before that. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> he's showing him old Facebook posts yeah. from 2011. Yeah. Can't wait for that fucking awesome Google review yeah. coming towards yeah. you. <laughs> Got approached by aggressive man venting yeah. about, about Formula 1. No, he's a good bloke Pete he bought a car for me, so he's a, he's a good lad <laughs> good lad we're yeah. gonna see uh, Danny Rick back in an F1 car in Silverstone yeah. which yep. be cool testing tyres yeah I know that's it's, there's a big thing about tyres coming up because uh, from all reports Bridgestone want, want it back in on the sport Ooh. so they're okay. planning a bid apparently really yeah because the, 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 the drivers want tyres that they can that wear that's the wear but they don't want them to overheat yeah 
So they push them now. They're not wearing. They're overheating. That's the big problem. Yeah, gotcha. So and problem with MotoGP, obviously as well. Yeah. yeah, same thing. So they want. So Bridgestone apparently have a solution for it. So, how long's uh, Pirelli been in the game for? It's been quite a few years. Oh, now. I would say probably ten years. Fuck, I reckon. I think it's longer than that. Yeah. Well, I'd say it'd be around that ten, surely. Yeah. Yep. P zeros. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it probably has done wonders for their their brand. Man, they're, I know in the bikes and they're massive. Because if I went and got... I never have bought, bought new tyres for a car ever because I've never owned a car. I've always had a company car. But if I went in there and said, oh, yeah, I'll give the Pirellis. They're a good tyre. Without yeah, even knowing. Yeah, 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 it's true. Same with... We talked about bikes, you know. Ducati winning the championship. Fuck, they make a good bike. Yeah. It's yeah. all psychological branding, you know. Well, Pirellis are in the Supers. I know that. They've been in the Supers for quite a, quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few years now as well. Probably yeah. around the same time. Yeah, which is smart. Because it develops again those those tires. Yeah, like the super the super courses. Yeah, you know, everyone rates them. Oh well, yeah, everyone's on them. Everyone I know runs Pirelli's. Yeah, I had super courses and was, they were amazing until it's wet. Then it's the most sketchiest thing in the world. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> nah, Bridges for me, mate. Yeah. yeah. Bridgestone. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Bridgestone. Yeah. S twenty two. S twenty two. S twenty two. Yeah. They're good all rounder. I don't know how they go on a track, but they actually yeah. go right on the track. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, they um they can handle that real hard riding style, you know. <laughs> yeah, on, like, I show you they need like proper slicks, Michelin show, show MotoGP slicks. Show them your knee slider. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from the last that, track day. That's <laughs> last track day. Yeah, with the blown up track bike. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, that's funny. Mm. I'd love to take a appreciation of Jake Dixon's uh, celebration on the weekend. He yeah. pulled out the Conor McGregor and Vince McMahon walk. How good! It, it was, was cool. fucking yeah. gold. Instantly became a fan because of that. He, he was like making it rain. It is a little. Out. It's a little things, isn't it? I love a good celebration. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, awesome to see him take his first win. Yeah, good on him. Um, I didn't expect it to be honest. I thought, ah, oh, he's out front. He'll bin it like yeah. typical fashion. But credit where it's due, he's been pretty good the last three weeks. He's finished, I think, third or fourth yeah. the last few races in a row. He's been real consistent. And actually, one of my mates called it early yeah, on right. in the weekend. He's like, Dixon will win this race. Yeah. Like, really? Good call. I was like, get off it. Like, you know. Next minute. Next minute he wins the race. So Good on him. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was good to see. He was super emotional and all yeah. that afterwards. And Yeah, good on him. I Gura for seconds. Came back. Came back after his injury. Put him bad. in a good spot for uh, taking that taking Nakagami seat. Which is He'll take of, it. Yeah. Nakagami's kind of holding his own because he's the only on the right or left. <laughs> but That's right. I think, I think he'll he, take it. He's got to be gone at the end of the year, surely. Yeah, which is just going to ruin Ayagura's career anyway, going onto that seat. Yeah, it could just crack under any pressure that's thrown <laughs> his way anyway. It's different. Yeah, well, he cracked under pressure of Jack Dixon behind him, ran wide. Yeah, that's it. That Cost himself, it. Like, ended up blowing the lead out to a second or yeah. something within the space of a few corners. Yeah, that's all right. That was crazy. Oh, well, it's just a part of it, isn't it? Oh, it that's is. It. That's, that's racing. Yeah. I, there was a nice... Um, Speaking about like nice celebrations and all that, a good little touch from Maverick Vinales this weekend. Gifted Louis Salon yeah. uh, family mm. uh, his bike. Yeah, first one of his podium bikes. or first race win bike or something like that. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah. that's really which nice. was really really nice. So as much as we shit on Maverick Vinales because he can't start the uh, and the helmet last week. Yeah, he's a nice guy. That was shit house. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, so that was, was very cool. That was a good touch. Yeah, uh, classy act. Apparently, he's got a really good collection of GP bikes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they were saying he's got like a mint collection. So I wonder if he's got the that. Yamaha that he destroyed the engine on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe he's just got a rolling frame. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not allowed the engine. I'm pretty sure they're parting that uh, engine out on uh, Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, F1, we've got uh, the Red Bull ring this weekend. Yeah, grouse. I'm gonna, might, I might put my fucking house on Verstappen <laughs> winning, I reckon. Sprint race as well? For the uh, F1 this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, Dan. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is our F1 correspondent. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, you want to tell the story about I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on the uh, Instagrams. <laughs> Is it Red Bull 1-2? Perez? Uh, Red Bull 1-2. Um, I think so. I'm think- I- I'm just trying to think who's got the straight line speed. They don't have the chicane like GP now, do they? No, no. God, yeah, no. Jesus, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. That's the worst. It is the worst. Um, <laughs> Sorry, late night booty call. I was going to say biddies. Uh, Which one of your uh, Tindy prospects is that one? No, nah, banned off Tindy. <laughs> Inquire within. Inquire within. Yeah, shoot us a DM. Uh, God, sprint, no. Yeah, sprint race, I think, <laughs> think so. <laughs> Too nervous to reply. Uh, <laughs> that, Curtis. So, interestingly, with the sprint format this year, I have to touch on. Uh, back on track, boys, please. I like talking um, about Dan's love life. That the viewers don't give a fuck. So that's true. They um, definitely don't. <laughs> they the the finish of the sprint does not count to the race start as it used to. Okay, so oh, it has changed, oh, okay. hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a dumb rule. Um, and they have to use medium tires for Q one, medium tires for Q two, and softs for Q three. Okay, and they only have one, which I think is fucking crazy. Why are they doing that? Why are they putting all this? Oh, it's got to be a reason behind it. But there's only there's only one practice session before the qualifying. That is nuts. That's it is dumb. nuts. I mean, they technically have that in MotoGP as well. A little bit. You don't have any practice. Oh, please touch on the changes. Oh yeah, <laughs> those are the apparent changes that they're looking to do. So, FP1 at the moment is just a standard practice session. Oh, fuck, this is so confusing. No, I don't think it is. I'm arguing no, with that. FP1 and FP2 yes. goes into... Combined practice. Combined sessions. Yep. It goes into qualify At the moment, qualifying, yep. whatever, Q1, Q2. Q1, Q2. Yep. And then FP3 is your race setup session, how yes. FP4 used to be. Yeah, which it should be. Where it used to be FP1, FP2, and FP3, which is then goes into your qualities. qualities, and then you had FP4, which I think is the right way to do it. Miguel, Miguel and a lot of the riders, I don't know why I'm saying like Miguel, we just talked about it, but yeah. a lot of the riders are complaining they don't have enough time to test new parts, components, because just say FP1, like the weather is yeah. looking to be yeah. good in FP2. If FP2 is raining, yeah. then yeah. Which has been a lot of that this year as it is. They can't test new parts, they've got to push harder. I think there's a bigger consequence for a MotoGP rider compared to a Formula One driver as well. Like, definitely, yep. you're pushing hard on, um, you know, a bike with near no setup. The other thing you have to remember is these boys can sit in a fucking simulator and yeah. go round and round and round. You can't do that on a bike. Yeah, that's a good no. point. There's no simulator on a bike. No. Well, not that I know. No, nah, they're all shit. No, they're, we've, we've yeah. tested one. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. It was worse. Nothing like the real thing. Where those simulators are multi-million dollar. Yeah. Um, things where owned they, by the teams, aren't yeah, they? yeah, they're like full spec um, things where it, like they're to a tenth of a second. Yeah, so I reckon I think they're looking to have it. So, fuck, I'm gonna butcher this, but I think FP1 won't is just a testing session. Yep, and then uh, FP2 and FP3 might be combined sessions, yep. or just back to FP3 and have it how it's the old way. Uh, something along those lines. There's no FP4, so maybe it's just an FP2, FP3 combined sessions. Gotcha. 
something like that. I think they're still trying to work it out, but to give the teams more time to... Um, get setups right. Yeah, get setups right and like test new parts. Because Miguel Oliveira came out and said, you know, I would love it to change, but he's like, you know, this is what we're here do to do. Do they need a race pace session when they got a sprint race? Yeah. Yeah. Just the, different yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. But why can they have FP1? The thing is, this is the thing. FP2, FP2 is traditionally faster than FP1 because later in the day, the track's warmer. Yeah. So having FP3 as a qualifying practice session is dumb. They're, never, they're not going to go pointless. faster anyway. Yeah. So they might as well just have FP2 as the sole qualifying yeah. session, practice session. Yeah. That's, like, I think that's what that is. That's what it should yeah, be. So, I think that's what it is. So practice one, testing parts, doesn't count to anything. Practice two, qualifying session. Yeah. Maybe even extended by half an hour. Who knows? And then practice three, you've, you're racing. I think what Miguel Oliveira was saying is it's still too early in FP2 to push on that Friday. They want the uh, Saturday. It probably correlates to all the injuries that we are talking about earlier. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's got some work to play with that. I think I think there's more that they're going to try and try and do. I just don't see it like on a Friday, on a Saturday morning having qualifying well, session. I reckon, it's cold though. That's... I reckon FP3 should be the the entry point into qualifying mm. and then have FP1 how they used to do it FP1, FP2 to work on race pace yeah. because they're not pushing so hard where they're going to hurt themselves anyway no, but they, they, they had FP2 as a, as a qualifying practice session back in the day yeah I think they did yeah did they? yeah yeah but they just typically like you said wouldn't push as hard yeah 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 you're right yeah but I think maybe just FP1, FP2 is like you're qualifying. you got to remember uh, qualifying sorry. is so important as well because it, it's... It's so important It's now. for both races. Yeah. Like that's a big thing. Yeah, it's for the aero sp- now. You can't pass. Yeah, it's the sprint race and the main race. Like it's so important. If the sprint, if the qualifying <laughs> sprint race counted for the race, like if you if you had the sprint race and it counted for the race, it would probably put a lot less pressure on the riders because they can make some positions up for the race. I think FP1, FP2 doesn't count. For qualifying, nah. and then FP3 is your. But where's your race pace session FP2? Yeah, how they used they used to do that back in the day. Yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Yeah, it's a hard one. Well, yeah, it, it is a, tough it is a tricky one. one. It is with that sprint race thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, that I think that's what what makes it a lot harder. But aren't they paid to do that anyway? Yeah, well, something go out of Eris. It's like we're gonna pay the mm. we're paid to figure this out. But you know, you can test you can test parts while doing. No, I love the I love the fact that like the that. practice sessions count for the qualifying. It's it makes so it exciting. so much more exciting. Yeah. The last ten minutes of FP two, like yeah, it's, it's some of the best of the weekend. Yeah, the the, the GP has hit the nail. On the if head you compare that to that. Formula One practice, it's fucking boring as unless yeah. you're a real fan. Yeah. Like, you're not going to watch it if you're just yeah. a, a Netflix fan. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Cop yeah. that. Yeah, but it's, it's true. They've hit the nail on the head. Every every practice is exciting. You know, I watch every single one. Almost as exciting as Moto3 racing. Moto3 racing is where it's at. Unreal. Top 10 all within a second. Yeah. Yeah, this it's pretty week. cool. Yeah. It's amazing to see. My boy, Juan Masia. Yeah. Wins it. He's my uh, He was my man for the championship. Yes. Called him. Good call. On the Leopard. He's cut doing that, well. Cut that cap down to, I think, 14 points something. Yeah, something like that. Holgado was nowhere all weekend. Yeah. I don't know what it's happened. It's weird how different tracks suit different riders. Yeah. It is crazy. But yeah, he was like genuinely nowhere. He would have been better off sitting in the stands cheering everyone on. He was cooked. Dirt tracking in the um and dirt tracking in the sand trap. There was a funny um meme motor, bad motor GP meme put out about him. What about Joel Calso? Uh qualified second. Yeah, he did really well. And I think he was in the it was in the front pack the whole race. Yeah, he was in he that top ten ninth. Yeah. Yeah, good on him. Great result. Yeah, awesome result. Yeah, he raced really, really well. He's it was well. really good to see. 
Ortola fought back amazing. Yeah. After a long lap, pushed towards the back and then ended up back in the um, I think might have even been on the podium. Yeah, he's the somewhere up there. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, he's amazing. He's a talent. Unbelievable. But yeah, that was good racing. Very yeah. very good to see. It's always very healthy Moto Three at the moment. Mm. Oh, every every race is and every year it is as well. Like when's it never not good? Is there That's any rule true. changes coming next year to any of the three categories that you know of? Uh, maybe just the qualifying sessions, but that's all I know of. Yeah, oh, and, and ride height and their ride height device. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. canning it, aren't they? Yeah, that's pretty. I, yeah, I don't mind that. I like it. Yeah, so do it's I. a lot for the riders to do, though. Like they got to manually turn that on and off. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a lot to think about when you're fucking putting the power down, trying to worry about the traction, put the ride ride device off. Like it's pretty crazy. I guess it's the same as with the F1 drivers changing diff settings and. And all that kind of stuff on the steering while they're yeah. going, you know what I mean? Like it's, like it's whole, second uh, nature to them. Yeah, yeah. As you said, though, they practice that through a simulator all the time. Where mm. when there's MotoGP yeah. practice that, well, yeah. they get no real practice session at all. No, well, not mm. on a MotoGP bike. Like they ride, mm. like the VR46 boys always at Misano on R1s and Jukes and that. But fuck, yeah, that's they never have that. Yeah, they won't have those. What's the closest specs? bike you can buy to a MotoGP bike? Like the that that Ducati te- technically the Ducati Desmosietici from two thousand and eight or that Honda that yeah. RC or the RC two one three oh that isn't that like how much is that that's a, a couple hundred grand yeah it's crazy they technically yes technically they're the two closest things. yeah mm. but otherwise yeah I wonder how many seconds are off the the time three or four seconds oh, I don't know well Still that Ducati is old now that's like oh three oh four oh five maybe oh five oh wait. Oh wait, is that OA? Is it? It's Stoner's. It was rep, uh, uh, done off Stoner's championship winning yeah, bike. Fuck. I thought it was like. What's the bike Bayless. that your dad got? The SP. Is how close is that, or is it still the Panigale SP? It's still way off. Closer wow. to a super bike. Yeah, it's like a super bike. Wow, uh, right. Yeah, right. Le- okay. You got like the Legera and all that as well. You can do. I can't keep up. Yeah, mm. V4R, V4 Super Legera, which is full carbon. <laughs> little Italian slang on it. Desmond Dici. Desmond Dici. Put that little spin on it. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to. The correct pronunciation is I'm a fucking I'm a fan of, so it's fine. It's good. Impeccable. Mm, um, impeccable. A bagnaya. Yes, I did. Um, that could some, be a name for our uh, <laughs> name for our episode today. Impeccable. Write Im- that down. Impeccable. That down, that down. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> um, there were some interesting comments. Uh, Michael Vandermark from World Superbike was. Yeah, he's uh, uh, filled in a MotoGP a few times, isn't he? I think he has. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he was at the at the races, and I think um, Simon Crafer was interviewing him, and he um, made some interesting comments about BMW next year for the super bikes and the the project, and uh, just the way that he was speaking about it sounds like there's some pretty big things to come. Okay. So because it's all up in the air if he's going to be in that seat with Top Rack. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, just the way he was talking, it's um sounding like something big's coming out of the BMW camp in supers. Like as in new bike type of thing? Yeah, it must be. or something to do with the bike. And it, he really didn't give much away. It was just more the fact that he knows something that obviously yeah people don't, which is along the lines of what he said. So mm. whether or not he'll be there next year, because again, it's, it's out of him and Reading. Mm. So Reading's just a complainer. I think Reading will, uh, will get give moved on. Yeah. British Superbikes. Probably, f- probably back to BSB. Oh, you never know. Yamaha might sign him. Yeah, that's true. They, they still need someone, don't they? They still need someone. Don't know who else will do it. I don't think Gardner or Domi Agata will be strong enough to go up. So, 
as much as it'd be nice to see Remy Gardner on a factory fledged yeah super bike it'd be awesome for yeah. the sport and obviously for um, our country but mm. another thing speaking about Aussies uh, Jet Lawrence gone under the radar still with the Australian media <laughs> media I haven't he, heard one thing he's 8 from 8 <laughs> you're kidding no first uh, year on the 450s <laughs> no nah, that's he insane. hasn't lost and his brother's leading the uh, 250s as well he's won every round as well, we, his brother, know, younger brother, or he, the overalls. Anyway. He's like the James Blunt. Is no one gives him enough credit? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, we've we've failed him in this generation. We have. Goodbye, my papa. Yeah, goodbye, my. Oh, he stopped World War Three, James Blunt. <laughs> he did. Yeah, that's a whole. That's a whole. That's that's a part of our um, very history under, podcast. History, that one. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah, that's coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. History. Uh, history Republica. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that one. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the gunnies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but going back to Jet Lawrence uh, and his brother Hunter Lawrence, not talked about, and yeah, he's eight, eight and zip. He's won. That's fucking mental. He's so crazy. He's almost led. He's led so many laps. Uh, Ken Roxon, I think, was the first person or one of the first to actually break that. Can I ask? Does he just shoot out ahead at the start, or is he? Yeah, is he more he, calculated, or is uh, he? No, he just shoots out. He's just he just wears everyone down. And he's got a style that's really kind of flowing. Fitness. It's a, lot, it's a lot different to a lot of other riders. It's really flowing with the bike. It's, yeah. It's a lot different. Okay. Um, so he moves like really like... Um, yeah. He makes it look effortless. Yeah. Makes it look effortless. So um, just for the Aussies, like he's so, so good. And he needs more credit and more attention in Australia. Like he's, I guess, I'm assuming massive in America. Like he's got a big fan be. base. And he's got, you know, great merch. And he's marketed himself really well with Hunter. And like Hunter on the 250s is still mm. winning the title, winning overalls. And yeah, man, credit to Jet Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence. Like they're just absolutely smashing it. So remember the name, people. Yeah. Research them, get around them. Get around them for Homegrown sure. Homegrown boys. Yeah. We love to see it. That's nuts, but eight from eight. Nuts. Nuts. Insane. Only the goats have done that. I think Carmichael and Bubba Stewart to go on all the way through. All the way and through. Go 24 or no. That's good company if he gets there. I know. That's best. great company. The best. The absolute best. That's bonkers, man. Well, that's like what, if I'm not mistaken, Ducati's only dropped two races this year. Yeah, there you go. I haven't even thought about it like that, yeah. I think, is it, if, correct me if I'm wrong, boys, but America... Uh, Brad, Brad Binder. And Brad Binder. Uh, yeah. America with Rins and, and Binder in one of the sprints. Jesus. They're owning it as well. Yeah, that's crazy. What's the, uh, speaking of Aussies, what is the likelihood of Danny Rick... Taken Logan Sargent's. Logan Sargent. Lo- not Logan Sargent. Nick, Nick um, DeVries. I think it's looking more likely. Way more likely. There's no real star coming through F2 either. What's what, the other thing? What about Jack doing? I was just about to say, what about Jack? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's good, but he's not, he's not winning every race or anything okay. like that. But he's, he's, he definitely has talent. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to make it though. Just ugh, like there's, 20 spots, you know? Yeah. Well, I saw a thing saying that Red Bull's to evaluate Danny Rick at the Silverstone test, so... Mm. Whatever that means. I don't know. There's a lot to read into that, but... Well, I mean, like we, we touched on last week, Checo really hasn't been doing much for the last few weeks. No. Yeah, pressure's... So, pressure's, pressure's mounting. I don't see him coming back into the main team, though. No. Ricardo. Something chronic would have to happen. Yeah. I see Sonoda going to the factory team rather than... Yeah. Ricardo. Okay. Nah, fuck that. Well, just you know, 
Yeah, I think I think you're right. Mm. Nick Defre- I think they thought Nick DeFries was going to be an absolute star because he went and won a F- he won the uh, <laughs> he won the Formula E World Championship. Yeah. So he's a one-time world, world champion. <laughs> 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 Don't so, they have like a boost button or something on those Formula yeah, E's? Yeah, they used to, you used to be able to vote. Like the fans used to vote for their favourite drive. They got an extra boost. Oh my God, it's <laughs> so bullshit. crazy. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like it's, so, Ameri- it's so American, you isn't it? You just see him texting while driving. I think the Indy cars have the same thing. Really? They've got a fan favourite boost as well. Because that's such an American thing to do. Fan favourite boost. Yeah, so they get like an extra 100 horsepower for like 10 seconds or something. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's like Mario Kart. Like you go offline, yeah, like touch yeah, yeah. four things oh, to get the boost. <laughs> what you do is we're going to throw banana peels at yeah. the track soon. You get the rocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but he's just, uh, I don't know. Who knows? Sometimes they just get into the big league and they just can't handle the heat. Yeah, like you point. look at Pierre Gasly, he's a star and he went to Red Bull and couldn't do anything. It's true. It was nowhere. So it's just, it's interesting how it works. I think they also, get, they get to Red Bull, they look at Max's data and they go like what the hell like how is he doing this how is he breaking so late how is he accelerating so early and they try to emulate that and then they just forget about their own style well talking about drive to survive I remember a few seasons ago maybe it was now um, was it who was that Russian guy fucking Nikita Mazbin or whatever Mazbin yeah was he accusing um, I remember there was something about like, oh, feeding him yeah like oh, feeding another guy better parts or yeah something giving Mick Schumacher better parts yeah and I, I, I wonder if that kind of goes on I wouldn't. You wouldn't think so if someone like Red Bull. I don't think it would go on, go on at all. But you yeah, know. yeah, not, not really. But we're talking a couple of tens here and there, not half a second, a full second. He was shit out that guy anyway, wasn't he? Well, they have no one. He's never had a teammate that's taken it to him. No. Probably the biggest one was um was Ricardo. Ricardo was outperformed Vettel in one what, one that, year. Uh, yeah, that year on the Red Bull. Yep. I think it's just one of those things. There must be so much pressure. Being, being someone's like someone like that's teammate look at Bottas with Hamilton mm. you know look at everyone that's paired up with Marquez yeah like Rossi everyone that would have paired up with Rossi Colin Edwards is like I'm the only one that kind of handled the heat alright because he's a cool calm dude but never did anything but never but, did anything yeah. he handled the heat because he wasn't that good <laughs> but like you know what I mean Lorenzo stuck it to him yeah Lorenzo did and that's probably the only person that's really Vinales didn't no nah, Vinales didn't threaten him and like Rosberg and Hamilton, they sort of mm. stuck it to each other. Yeah. But it must be so hard for those guys to to look across the garage and go, fuck, this dude's, yeah. like you said, putting yeah. in all these... What's the hottest seats in Formula 1 now? Because traditionally, it's always been Ferrari, but there's a change now to being Red Bull, like a Red Bull driver. Is that more pressure than being a Ferrari driver? No. No, there's still no. more pressure being a Ferrari, Ferrari driver. Because Ferrari have got the whole nation on their back. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, there'd be so much pressure. Yeah, they're just, but you know what? Their new team principal um, cannot pronounce his name at all. Fred Vasseur. Um, he he's a good operator. He's done. He did great things with Sauber over the years. So Tom will tell over the next few weeks. But they're just there or thereabouts. Like just so close. And I, and Signs is Signs is talking about a new contract. Who knows if they'll re-sign him? We'll see where Leclerc goes over the winter break. So you, do, I can't see Leclerc moving. I oh, know. Same. Ferrari. I can't see that. They're poster boy. Man, how many times have they fucked him, fucked him over? Yeah, I know, but I don't think he'll go. Mm. They're a walking, talking meme for Ferrari at the moment still. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. But fuck, imagine bringing home the championship for them. 
You'd be a biggest. god. It's the biggest. When he won at Monza in a Ferrari, that was like the scenes at Monza when a Ferrari gets up yeah. is like nothing else. I'd I was love like, to be there for that. Yeah, and he, I think he pitted <clears> on like lap eighteen, had to hang on hard tires for the whole race. One of the most, one of the best performances I've ever seen on a racetrack. That's probably one of the best Grand Prix to go to in any any motorsport is Monza. Yeah, yeah. but uh, apparently a shit event to go to. I've heard it's shit as if you can't see anything. Can't see anything. You can't. There's no food. There's no drinks. Surely they eat pizzas and pastas. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Like Ten thousand Daniels serving. It was. You. Yeah. It was <laughs> no arancini balls. It was, like, <laughs> it was like forty degrees or something last year in the race, and like people were like <laughs> like getting carried away in ambulances <laughs> and shit. Cause <laughs> old ladies, yeah, because all because they were like dehydrated and shit. Oh, you no. couldn't get a drink. <clears throat> Not even a Campari spritz. <laughs> I gotta make a phone call after this podcast, man. This is fucked. I gotta call my cousin and say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Which one? You got about fucking fifteen. Yeah, no, probably. There's probably more. You, yeah. They have like seventeen Ferrari merchandise stands. No one's, no one's selling fucking water. <laughs> that's fucked. Yeah, are you that, serious? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I've, cool. I've seen stuff on that. Yeah. Oh uh, no, fuck it. I'm not going. <laughs> it was terrible because it's all like it's in the it's in a like a uh, forest. Yeah right. So, so you can't, and it's all like it's got all. That's the thing. And we talked about this. MotoGP Turn One, Phillip Island. There's no catch fence. Yeah, you just ride on it. You ride on it. Yeah, you can yeah. see it. You ride there. Only tracks you like that. Where like in Monza, there's got these huge catch fences mm. around the whole track. Can't see shit. There was that Aussie there on the, on the third turn. Went over one of those. Oh, what was his name? He was racing an F3. He went over this tiny little. We'll get Curtis to clip this in. He ran over this tiny little um, um, curb and went flying through the air. Oh no, joke! Yeah, it was un- like unbelievable. We'll put. I'll get Curtis to put that in because that was crazy. And he he landed actually on the catch fence. Oh Fuck. no, shit! Yeah. Who did that back in the day? Um, Barrichello the weekend of Senna's desk. Uh, death. That death was a crazy at crash at Imola. He slid and then hit the curb and then went bang straight into the Curtis. <laughs> clip it in. You legend. People forget it's people forget how dangerous Formula One is and yeah. how really dangerous it was back in the day as mm. well. Like that Barrichello one that I saw was that's probably the worst crash I've ever nuts. seen. That was the worst crash yeah. I've ever seen. That Barrichello crash. Yeah, that was. It wasn't the same weekend as as Senna. I'm oh, I thought sure. it was. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was. It was definitely the same year. Yeah, definitely okay. the same year as it was definitely '94. Because it's just those curbs were so fucking <laughs> yeah, huge. Yeah, massive. Like, dumbest curb. Like, dumbest. There's no safety there back then. And the aero wasn't like, yeah, it is now. They're not planted. And then when they when they went, they went hard. Yeah. Like. I've seen it before. Was it Mark Webber and 24, Le Mans 24 mm. hours? Well, he just flipped back yeah, to the flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those F1 cars back then had more horsepower than they do now. Yeah, right. They had over a thousand horsepower. That's mint. Yeah. Sounded better. Because they, well. tuned the tur- oh, yeah. they tuned the turbos. They're all turbocharged, so... Any blow off valves? VLT spec. Bob. Yeah, that's cool. Bring back sounds. Oh, there you go, eh? So what do we got tip for the for the F one race then, boys? Do we just choose second and third or <laughs> yeah, third? Yeah. third, I reckon. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go with Smokey and say that uh no, nah, I'm not I reckon Charles Leclerc will finish third. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, throw, throw a blanket over them, yeah, mate. Yeah. Throw a blanket over them. Uh, I'll go Hamilton. Yep. Sick. Yep. I'm going to go Esteban Ocon. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, Good call. Daniel. Good trail and speed on the Alpine. I like it. Yep. 
Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Probably going to be wrong, but... Who cares? You know? You're going to look good if they, if you're not, so... That's true. Something different. Can't keep going for the same fucking... Okay, what about this then? How many seconds is Verstappen going to win by? Oh. I'm going to say there's going to be a late safety card he's going to win by under a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go 22 seconds. Ooh. What about 33 seconds? His no, he's number. His number. I'm going to go about 15, 16. Okay. Okay, so you've got a second... I forgot already what I said. 20 something. 22. 22. Yeah. 33. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. See you next week. See you.